Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Virginia Franco. You mentioned LinkedIn, <laughs> that you also do LinkedIn profiles. Can you talk about the importance of keywords? You mentioned the applicant tracking system, mm-hmm. which is the, the artificial intelligence that will pull out different keywords and flag different resumes for selection. They're important both in resumes, but also in LinkedIn profiles. No, that's correct. LinkedIn is very, very algorithm driven. There are many recruiters that have purchased LinkedIn software to search for people. And then there's plenty of hiring managers and decision makers that just use the plain old version that you and I have to search for talent. There are a couple of places where the algorithm sort of weighs keywords a little bit more heavily than in other locations. So all keywords aren't exactly created equal on LinkedIn. The places where it's really important to make sure you have the right keywords are in your headline at the very top, you know, where next to your picture, in your job titles, if at all possible. And so what I do with that, so let's say your job was customer service rep or something like that. If there are keywords that are part of your job experience there, then I will expand on the job title and I'll, I'll maybe do parentheses and, and then list those keywords as sort of descriptors to that job title, if that makes sense. LinkedIn gives you a hundred characters on the job titles. And so I use that to capitalize on the keywords. The third section where keywords are really important is in the skills section at the very bottom. The best tool to help you ensure that you are hitting on the right keywords as per LinkedIn's database. Uh, LinkedIn has a great tool called a resume builder. And if you go to your homepage and then you click on, it's a little button. I think it says more right under your picture. It'll say resume tool. And then you type in the job titles that you're interested in and the keywords show up. A little hack, if you do the premium subscription for 30 days free, you actually will get to see more keywords than you would otherwise. So that's a great, great tool to 
to really boost your keywords and it, it can make a big difference in, you know, it's one of the keywords are one of the big factors that helps you to be found on LinkedIn. I probably should have asked you this question first, but could you describe to our listeners what keywords are and oh, yeah. where they find them? Okay. So keywords are the words that someone who is searching for talent like you, things that they are going to enter in to search for someone like you. The same way you, when you're looking for something on Google, the terms you use to find it, that's what a keyword is. In jobs, there are keywords as well. There's a couple of places like you can search for them in job postings. There's a couple of tools that you can use as well. Job scan is one where you can, you get a couple of free scans. One that's my favorite though, is the one that comes with LinkedIn. And what I love about it is the LinkedIn has built a database of keywords. And so when people post jobs on LinkedIn, they include those keywords from that database. So there's there's really strong alignment. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm explaining myself. Well. It okay. does. No, no, no. It totally does. And I want our listeners to know that I was really interested to learn as I was preparing for this interview with you, that you were among the first, if not the first, to earn the National Certified Online Professional Expert mm -hmm. Certification, it's a mouthful, yes. on yes. how to write a LinkedIn profile. I didn't even know that existed. So that is through the National Resume Writers Association. It's a nonprofit that supports our industry. I was president at the time. And one of my colleagues, you know, we as, as a whole, we felt like a lot of us were really good writers, but there's an art and a science to writing about LinkedIn. So this certification actually sort of assumes you know how to write it well, but it teaches you to write with the science in mind. It teaches you a lot about the back end, the search algorithms, the filters, all of that. It's great to use to write, but also if you wanted to coach to provide coaching on LinkedIn job search strategy. So amazing. So how yeah. long is this certification? It's a six-week program, and then you have to do renewals. You have to recertify every year because LinkedIn changes all the time. Oh, my God. I actually would like to do that. It's I, a I, great course. Yeah, Tom Pounder teaches it. He, he's a LinkedIn geek. He's awesome. And he offers office hours that I go to every month to, to hear what the latest and greatest stuff is. Amazing. We have a Facebook group, all of it. So, Oh, great. Well, listen, I'm going to say this again at the end, but Virginia posts amazing content on LinkedIn. You are definitely want to give her a follow. Could you give our listeners just a couple of quick tips on LinkedIn so that they can kind of boost their profiles in the algorithm? Yes. So first word of wisdom is to complete as many sections as you can, especially your headline, your summary, your about section, your experience section, your volunteer section, your education, and your skills. Those sections will give you what LinkedIn calls quote unquote all-star status. And that is sort of one of the triggers to help you start showing up in algorithm. So the more complete, the better. The second piece of advice that I would give is that to remember that LinkedIn is a social platform, which means the tone is very different than that of a resume. The resume is more formal. And so the language is a little bit more stilted. LinkedIn is conversational. So 
it's expected that you write about yourself in the first person, especially in your about section and your experience section. What you want with that is for the reader to read it and feel like they've had a brief conversation with you. The third piece is the keywords that I referenced earlier. And then lastly is engagement. LinkedIn wants you to be on that platform. So engagement means connecting with people, ideally creating or not creating content, engaging on the posts of other people. And if you feel so bold, maybe create posts of your own. But I know that that's a lot to take in all at once. So I always say, start by filling out your profile and building your network on there. And then if you feel like you're ready to take the next step, commenting on the posts of other people. And what you can do is you can look for people that are influencers in the space that you are targeting and just comment, show interest, add a little bit of your take, ask questions. And that's how you build a community on there. And it can really... The algorithm loves it. And it's a great, great way to turn online relationships into offline connect, you know, offline networks. Amazing. Could you resolve a question that I have, Virginia, in terms of how many people should you be engaging with, let's say on a daily basis, to give you that extra boost? So, I mean, unfortunately, they have never published the uh, get the guide to all of this. So it's all sort of best guesses. And I follow a lot of people that study this stuff. If you spend 20 minutes in the morning and 10, 20 minutes in the evening commenting and maybe reach out to seven to 10 people in terms of building your network, that is, I think that's a really good start in terms of engagement. Okay. And is it important that you break it up during the day or could you just put in all that time on the front end? You could put it all on the front end. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.